Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening. It's Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 434. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk some sports tonight. What are we going to talk about? Sports, football, sports, football, sports. How about sports, firearm sports, shooting things? I like shooting things. Do you like shooting things? Have you shot anything? It's kind of fun. Um, targets. Yeah, that's good. Trees. That's okay. Uh, don't, don't, don't shoot people. That's bad. Cause then all sorts of people get mad and, uh, don't do that. Okay. So anyhow, um, yeah, we're, we're probably going to talk, end up talking about that because it seems to be the talk, the subject in the matter right now. And we're talking more about the coronavirus 19. Um, yeah, it's kind of scary. I dodged a bullet today, or not today, but in date December. I did had no idea. We had some friends that were coming over on uh, in, in just before Christmas and December. They were going to come up for the weekend and uh, do a bunch of stuff and everything else. And uh, the, her kid was really sick and was in the hospital with pneumonia and yada, 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 yada. And uh, we hadn't talked to her for a very long time. She didn't show up. And uh, it turns out that Back in December, her kid had COVID-19, and he was in the hospital for a month and a half in Children's Hospital, and uh, is fully recovered. He's doing well, and uh, it's kind of scary because he's a young teenager, and he's already had uh, two bouts with cancer, and uh, this pneumonia almost killed him, and uh, it turns out it was pneumonia. It was COVID-19. He had the coronavirus, and uh, she would have been up at my house. Just before Christmas, I would have been sick and died. And, uh, yeah, because I'm not happy about this. Uh, anyhow, well, dodged a bullet, So, but didn't find out till today. Didn't find out till today, May May the 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Oh, hey, Cinco de Mayo. It's tequila day. Is that today? Yeah, 0505. Awesome, man. Everybody have a shot. We could do that. We could have some tequila game. Uh, let's let's open up the mic, see if these guys want to get some tequila happening, and we can do something here. What are you talking about? Charles, are you up for some sh- tequila shots? I have no tequila in our house. If I had some, I would be. What the hell, man? How can you not have tequila? I'm not a big tequila drinker. I've only drank it like twice in my life. Yeah, but still, you got to have some around just for days like this. I don't drink that much, but, you know, shots of tequila. Hey, yo! Let's do it. Okay. True. Well, how you been doing, buddy? Good. The closest I got is Corona, not the virus, the beer, but that's down in the fridge. Yeah, that's not beer. Not that that's close, but... That's not beer. No. You know, if you want a Mexican beer, the Pacifico is probably one of the best. Uh, uh, Dos Equis is is good. Um, Even Saul is better than than Corona. Corona is like the bottom of the barrel for Mexican beers. So, yeah, Pacifico is a really nice beer, considering it's coming out of Mexico. Yep. No, doing good. Just plugging along, keeping going as we're going, and uh, it is what it is. But, uh, hey, we're getting, you know, getting used to it at this point, but as much as you can. We are getting used to it, and uh, we've got a full agenda here of topics, 
even though there's what's happened since last week, well, except the draft, but and that's kind of kind of sums up everything Dick Hall happened in the last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who cares about the draft? Okay. Uh, Mark, it, is what it, is. it is. Mark, how are you doing? What are you doing? Anything interesting? Doing. Sitting at home collecting money from the government? Sitting at home collecting money from the government. Um, I, paint, I painted the kitchen yesterday. I'm debating on painting my den. You know, I might as well fix the house while I'm... Might as well. The biggest biggest lineups in town are at the home improvement store. Oh, yeah. This this store is huge, right? Considering where we are, it's a big store. They only let five people in at a time. There's 25 people sitting out on the sidewalk waiting to get in. You could could be in there for an hour and not see another person. It's ridiculous. Yep. On a point like that in Winnipeg, they're pretty much 50%. The stores have to be. The longest 50% I've waited of what? any lo- of what would be normal capacity. So the longest Is there a I've normal waited, capacity in a store? There has to be for fire. Yeah, fire regulation. For, for fire I, I don't think any stores ever get to, gets to capacity. I mean, look at Costco. Yeah, there's an occupancy permit, though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there there, there would be, but I don't think yeah. any of it. You know, it's it's a store owner's dream to get close to capacity. Oh yeah. No, the longest I've waited in a line is maybe five minutes, ten minutes here. Well, you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. yeah. I, I go around the lineups, going like at the home improvement store. I go in the contractor's entrance. Well, majority of stuff I get, I go to small places. I don't go to Home Depots or Rona's or anything like that for paint. Yeah, we don't have those here. <laughs> I live a five-minute drive away from a um, paint store. Yeah, we don't have. I can just drive five minutes and get go to a paint store. So yeah, that's no, where I get my paint. There's nobody in there. No. So, oh, awesome. yeah. I, I, the Benjamin Moore store is about an hour away from me. So. Anyhow, William, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. So you better take the tequila thing off the table because in my former life, I was a professional tequila drinker, and you guys would lose badly. Okay. Oh, I don't know. You buddy. would lose, lose. <laughs> uh, you would lose badly. I drank but tequila for seven boy? years. I drank tequila for seven years, seven days a week probably five hours a day okay so you guys would lose and it's still my it's still my go-to when i drink which which hasn't been ever forever okay so but on a on a covid note my boss was yapping at me the other day because we didn't have any hand sanitizer left at work so i walked into his office and i picked up his 60-year-old bottle of scotch, and I said, hey, why don't we use this? This is pretty high in alcohol content, and I thought he was going to have a bird, okay? It's not <laughs> high enough. Funny. It has to be 60, 65 no, I know. It's got to be. That's, that's right. Yeah, but this one, was 60, this one was 64.8. I checked Ooh. the bottle. Ooh. Wow. And just wow. a little more COVID, just a little more COVID fun. 
I was at Safeway on Sunday, and I'm a I'm a rule follower. Okay, so I go the way the lines go in the store, and there is this there is this large woman, and she was standing at the spice rack for like ten minutes picking spices, and when I go in there, I want to get in and out as fast as I can, so I decide to walk by her, and she gives me this nasty look. So what did I do? Walk by her again? I no, I coughed oh. as I was walking by her, okay? I'm telling you, her eyeballs almost popped out of the socket, okay? I should have licked her, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I couldn't bring myself to do that. So, But why not have some fun with COVID, okay? Did, did you see that T-shirt I posted? Yes, I did. It says social distancing. Yes, I if I can turn around and punch you in the face, you're too fucking close. That's correct. Except there's oh, well. a spelling mistake in it, and it really bothers you me. You know, and I and I hate how you you guys just diss the Canadian draft because you got a good player. Who? You got the number one pick overall. Yeah. 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 They good. say this guy. They say this guy could be, and I know you're going to love this, Christopher. Could be the next Alex Singleton. Okay. Really? Yes. I wouldn't have a problem with that. He's so, Jordan, I, I, Jordan Williams. Yes, sir. East Carolina. He's mostly, Amer- he's mostly American, but his mother was born in Canada, so that's why he became a Canadian, I guess. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know if he's ever going to sign with BC because you never know. He might sign a. UFA contract in the NFL. That's a possibility, but who knows? It's possible. So now, and so now, one of my things, I was curious because I look at the Stampeders lineup, and so they trade, the Stampeders traded their first round pick to BC. So they got BC's third round pick in their, their no, third their pick in the B- second round. Uh, didn't they get their first, BC's first round pick? Yes. Yeah, the yes. Third, third overall pick. The third pick third overall. Third overall. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and I was looking at the Stampeders lineup and it's like their lineup is looking a little light as far as middle linebackers go and I'm thinking why would they do that? So I did some research on it and um it just so happens that the Philadelphia Eagles drafted three linebackers in the NFL draft. Uh, I know where you're going. Maybe Alex Singleton's days are numbered. Just well, say we actually it. talked it's about possible. this a couple of weeks ago too. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. Well, not not so much the draft picks, but uh, that his days in um, that his in days Philadelphia. in Philadelphia could Philly. be close to over. Yeah. Right. But now that because they you got to remember, picks. he didn't make the he didn't make the team out of camp last year. He got uh, put on the practice roster. Yeah, but he was in the starting lineup after after two games, I do believe. Not the starting lineup, but he was in the lineup after two games. So so he got a full check. And the other thing I'm thinking is, you know, the NFL is very quirky because I don't know if you guys realize this, and I don't want to bore Christopher with Alex Singleton, but he led the Eagles in tackles in the preseason last year. And they still cut him. And the margin was gross. 
okay? And they still cut them. Well, so. yeah, but preseason, you're playing people to find out whether or not they're worthy, okay? Right. That doesn't mean that right. their good guys even played that much in preseason. They have four preseason games down there, right? So if Alex Singleton played three out of the four and their number one starter guy only played one, who are you going to keep? You're going to keep yeah. your number one starter guy, right? So Well, no, you're going to uh, keep your number one starter guy anyways because he's making the most money, and it's all about yeah. money there. Yeah. So, and you gotta, and I, get you gotta think, I get that. you got to think of it this way, too, is about three years ago, Adam Big Hill was probably the best player on the New Orleans Saints throughout their entire well, preseason. No, and it he happens, still got it happens. It happens like that on a regular basis. Right. Okay, it really does. So, because they have their set height, weight, and if you're below that or if you're below something, they cut you. And the other thing is, I don't believe Adam Big Hill had a signing bonus when he went to the NFL, or if he did, it was very small, and so therefore he was expendable. Yeah, but he was all. He, yeah, but he played. He was a starting linebacker for them, was he not, or special teamer? No, he was not a starting linebacker. Did he? He, he did. did. Make he it played. Into some, he did. Yes, he did play. Yes, he did play. Yeah. But the biggest difference between Singleton and Big Hill is Big Hill probably didn't want to waste his time for a couple of years there because he was getting long in the tooth, whereas Alex Singleton is only 26 years old. So, but whatever. I would love to see him back in Calgary, but I don't think it's going to happen ever. Doesn't mean he's coming back to Calgary either. No. But I, I would bet you dollars to donuts he is. Yeah, 80-plus percent of NFLers come back to the team they lose. Yep. Okay? That's just a fact. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, it just it just happens. I mean, you look at BC. And the story, Go the ahead. story we told that came out a little while ago was that Alex Singleton – was literally when he got cut by Philadelphia, he was coming back to Calgary to play in the Labor Day game, but he got a phone call at the airport from the GM telling him to come back and they'd give him maximum money on the practice roster and he would get a chance to play. So why not do it when you're young? So Yeah, you can't blame the guy for doing that. Absolutely not. And you know what? I, I, just, I heard an interview a couple of weeks, months ago with Stefan Logan. And he talked about when he was in the CFL, how many is. people. Yeah, I know. But no, he's not. He's done. He's retired. Is he? Retired. Um, yeah, okay. he's retired. Um, um, he was saying how many people he knew in the CFL that he believed could play in the NFL, no problem. Because he does have quite a bit of experience in the NFL as well. Yeah, he does. So, Christopher well, wasn't on Jefferson. that. Well, Christopher wasn't on that show when we were talking about this. Um, no. But do you realize Christopher Stefan Logan had uh, seventeen thousand return yards in both leagues total? Yep. Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. It is. 
I, I Especially where how many of them playing. are in didn't the he, NFL. Didn't he sign somebody? Say what? I thought Stefan Logan had signed with somebody. No, he was in Ottawa. He is coaching. Uh, he's coaching at a JUCO this year. Okay. That's okay. what he said in the inter- interview. So. Okay. So. So you guys want to pull this draft apart? Is that what we're gonna? No, oh, we might as well. Nothing better to talk about. I, I pulled up the uh, the recapping of the 2020 CFL draft, which is the article that you put the link to. And uh, yep. there's really not much in it. So. That's more about how weird of a draft it was. Yeah. Well, it's a CFL. Of course, it's weird. Well, all their best players because all their best players went to the NFL already, with no combine. Yeah, you're going on athletic yeah. talent you've seen on the field and a phone call. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually heard. Uh, I actually heard a Kyle Walters interview, uh, Mark, and they asked him what was different about the draft this year, and he said. Usually after the combine, they can they can they write off a third of the players because they didn't have the athletic ability. Mm-hmm. And this year they couldn't do that because they didn't have a combine. So it's all on game tape and scouting. Yep, that's it. And it's all. Yeah. yeah. To see if the guy's a I, dick or not. Yeah. I just posted another article on the uh, show chat. Uh, Basically, it's just a team-by-team look at the draft, so I think there's more information on that. Okay, that, that's, that's a good a, way of doing it. I was looking at the yeah. CFL.ca has one up, which is the draft in order. Okay. I just did it by – this one is uh, by team. Okay. Yeah, CFL's cool, got cool, one cool. by team, too. I, the one thing that I noticed about the BC Lions this year, um, the top four picks, the first four – or. They don't have a fourth round, but the first four picks that BC Lions took this year were all from American schools, schools. which is kind of unusual, right? Yeah, I know. So, if you go down the draft, Christopher, it's like that for every team. Yeah, it's, no, is not it? really. No. Not really. Edmonton took a guy from oh, Ottawa. Saskatchewan, no. Calgary took a guy at UBC in the second round, Simon Fraser in the third round. Saskatchewan's first Saint, round pick was Saskatchewan. There's yeah. a lot of American colleges, though. There's a lot more Canadians in the American colleges now. True. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. But virtually every team, the Lions are pretty much the only team that did not use a pick on a Canadian player in the first two rounds. Every other team had at least one player uh, from a Canadian school in the first two rounds. It kind of makes hey, sense, Christ- though, because... Christopher, are you, are you looking at this list? I am. Could you scroll down to Edmonton Eskimos? Okay. Okay, and could you pronounce the fourth round oh. pick's name? Fuck off. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Akit Happy? Why don't, why, don't, why don't we all try... Akitepi. Akitepi. Yeah, okay. Luotan. Oludun. Luotan. Oludun. Oludun Akitepi. 
<laughs> Defensive back from Guelph. That's how he is. Yeah. Okay, he'll never Let's make see, the, the entire bloody draft. Let's see if I can find that name. I, I want to hear Rod. This is a whole bunch. Oh my God. Oh. No, I'm not going there. We. That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. The Biesca Combamba. Okay. The Montreal Alouettes did not have a pick from an American school. Well, that's yep. not surprising. Most of theirs are from Yeah, that's that surprising. They got what's-his-name there. Right. He probably picked all Montreal players. Danny Machocha. Where, where's Brown? Where's Brown? Brown is in the United States. The they are... Yeah. It's uh, okay, Ivy so League College. That's, that's Ivy. That's yep. Ottawa's only uh, American pick. Saskatchewan only took one from a U.S. school, too. Their final Toronto only took one round. from Virginia. Neville, Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma in the eighth round. The rest of theirs were all Canadian picks. So Hamilton only took really uh, Mace Bennett from North Dakota in the first round, eighth overall. Think about it, though. It makes sense. Yeah. And Calgary only pick, only took one in the first what round. Makes that sense. was their first round pick. BC taking more American colleges. What style of football do they mostly play in BC when it comes to young kids? Four down. Yeah. So where are the kids going to play football for the majority? Oh, they go American schools. They're not going to go to Canadian schools. Yeah, no. So they, it makes sense. Okay, here's a question for you. Schools. Here's a question for you. What Canadian university plays American rules? UBC. I know this one. Nope, you, wrong. No. 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 In the right area, just the wrong school. Simon okay, Fraser. Simon Fraser. Simon Fraser, Fraser University. Then. They're part of the NCAA. Yeah. So it makes sense that BC is looking at American Canadians, like American the colleges. The Lions didn't I, take anyone from Simon Fraser. They didn't take anybody from SFU, no. I... Uh, I'm just I believe that if you're a really good football player in high school and you get a scholarship to a university and you have a choice between a Canadian university and American university, you would take the American university every single time. Of course. I agree. Okay. Unless you're because a they, they're teaching you better football. Okay. If that's what you're going there for to play football, you would do that. So, to me, no, plus I don't. Go ahead, Charles. I was just going to say I don't think uh, CIS schools in Canada can give full uh, scholar. I know US can. I don't think you give a. They don't give full scholarships, nope. do they? They do not. I think they'd be they like seventy percent or something like that. Okay. So. Um, well, the US I would do. have to believe that the kids, Canadian kids playing at an American school are better than the Canadian kids playing in a Canadian school. Based on Now, you can challenge course. me on this, but I think that that has to have a little bit of impact into it. So you're okay, looking at the cream of the crop, and you're talking about kids, Canadian kids playing at American universities. But the other thing is, it's easier to get into an American college if you don't have the marks. 
as opposed yep. to Canadian college. That's a good point. And we're talking about athletes here. I'm not going to say anything, but we're talking about athletes here. So, You're saying that they're football players, but dumber. Yeah, okay. They're better, but they're dumber, yes. Um, and of That's course, not necessarily true. Now, you look at – and, you know, I'm going to stick with my BC Lions because that's what we know the, the best. Uh, we actually had a BC Lion receiver – that graduated with a business degree from Harvard. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not okay. saying it's it's the it's the exception to the rule. I'm sorry. And we because all know who this you is, actually, right? You actually do have to go to university when you're in Canada playing playing sports. Okay. I think if you get a business degree from Harvard, you paid attention. Yeah, you did, absolutely. Okay. The fact you played football is actually a detriment to your education. I mean I mean there's all there's always those guys, the exception to the rule. Does anybody know what Alan Page does for a living? Does anybody know who Alan Page is? Yes. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> Christopher Alan Page he was a defensive end for the Vikings. He was a okay. member of the Purple People Eaters in the 70s. Right. Okay. Okay. And he is a Supreme Court Justice now. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he's black. Okay. That has no bearing on it. Well, okay. But so there are the exceptions to the rules, okay? But I would venture to guess that, you know, some of them know. You ever heard of, well, Mark knows who this is. You ever heard of Tony Norman, Mark? Oh, yeah. Okay, remember, he was a prime Winnipeg Blue Bombers defensive player. And he retired and went back to the U.S. of A., and he was a milkman for a number of years. Yep. So. A milkman? A milkman, yes, sir. You mean he drove the little truck around and delivered milk to people's houses? Yes, sir. That's what I mean. Well, that's a good job. I like that job. Well, sure. It's a fine job, but this guy used to park in front of my house um, in his in his Audi, okay, in the, in the early 80s. And I won't tell you why he used to park in front of my house, but we won't go there. Um, you open your but, sister? No, my neighbor across the street, she was 13, and he was 30. Um, anyways, hmm. <laughs> but, she had a very, but she had a very nice set of hands, okay? So I wasn't too far off. No, sir, you were not. You were not. <laughs> sad but true. Yes, sad, very okay. sad. Very, very sad but true. Very sad. <laughs> anyways, let's get back to the draft. So you guys Ganger got a good Rosa. one, Jordan Williams. Chris Ganger from all Rosa. These, from, from what they say. Who's that? You guys got a good one, Jordan Williams. Who's Jordan Williams? According, according to everybody, the first round pick in the Canadian draft this year. Yes. Yeah. Jordan East Williams, Carolina. So. East Carolina. Is that a prominent school? Is it a what? Prominent. 
Um, it's not Division One. I, no, I think they are Division One, but they're not. No, they are Division One. Yeah. They said he would have probably been able to be a late round draft pick in the NFL, but he has a couple of injuries. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Congo kid that was in Winnipeg last year. It's the same situation. He's going. He's coming up here to get game tape. Now, yeah, who knows? Good. He may not end up being. Oh no, it's great. It's yeah. a great depth pick. He's probably somebody who can step in close to right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like was he's pro ready. Guy, guy Everything ready. I saw was he's pro ready. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Can't can't argue with that one. Okay, I'm looking at uh, this uh, Eastern Carolina school, and it doesn't say that they're Division One, but it doesn't say that they're anything. You know, the it's hard to la- keep track. Fourth, fourth so largest university in North Carolina. It's not even the biggest university That's not in even North a Carolina. Giant, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's still football at a high at a high end to be honest with you. Oh yeah, of course. I'm not arguing or I mean I can't say I can't division 2 is probably still higher than uh yes, then I uh, can't keep track yeah. of all the schools in the states, okay? There's so many of them. Well, I mean, you look at Eastern Washington, okay? It's probably yep. a better school than most CIS. And it's like not even near I mean, we've we've had some phenomenal guys come out of Eastern Washington. Yeah, Adam Big Hill for one. Yeah. They Anyone are, else, they, Christopher? What's that? Anyone else? I there's a couple of people, and I just have lost their names right now. Yeah, I just looked it up. East Carolina University is NCAA Division One. Okay. Yeah. And last year they went three wins and nine losses. So they were a powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Well, Vernon Adams came out of Eastern Washington, didn't he? Vernon Adams. Yes, yes. Christopher. Anybody is he else? The best quarterback to, is he the best quarterback to come out of there, Christopher? No. Maybe I don't know. Uh, from Eastern Washington. No, he's 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 trying to come up with somebody here. I know who he's he's baiting. But I'm not going to give it I, to him. I think I. Well, it's not Bo Levi. Um, Eastern Washington isn't. No, he was Montana. Bo Levi, Mitchell, Mike Riley, Matt Nichols, Mike Riley. Mike Riley came out of a Washington school too. Yes, he did. Matt Nichols, Bo Levi, Vernon Adams. I Bo Levi was in Texas. No, he lived in no, Texas, he... but he came out of Eastern Washington. Oh, okay, yes. And uh, Matt Nichols did as well. And if I am correct, all of them, Bo Levi, Matt Nichols, Mike Riley came from some Washington school. 
and Vernon Adams. It wasn't Mike Riley. We're all all coached by the same guy. We're all coached by the same guy. T.J. Lee came out of there as well. I spelt it wrong. That's the coach, Mike Riley. That's not who I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a damn where... I don't give a damn where he went to school. Um, okay, here we go. Mike Riley uh, came from Central Washington. Central Washington. Yep. Yeah. But BC also got the the next great Canadian quarterback. Hope they did. Nathan Rourke, overall. A lot of people were saying that that might have been the steal of the draft, getting him at 12th overall. A lot of people thought he was going higher. That That is the highest. He was, uh, he was 15th overall, Charles. He's what? He was 15th, 15th overall. overall. I thought he was 12th. Okay, 15th. No, they That's traded the 12th right pick to. That's right. They traded yep. the 12th pick to uh, Calgary. Yep. Okay, so Nathan Rourke. At, at, at 15th overall is the highest quarterback pick, Canadian quarterback yep. yes. picked in the draft. And he split it yes. with somebody else, right? Um, yeah, and I'm trying to remember that because I read that too. It was another Canadian quarterback that was picked 15th, it, but I don't remember Yeah, who and it was. I asked you guys on the last show, who was it Jesse Palmer? That's it, Jesse yep. Palmer. And I said, who the fuck is Jesse Palmer? <laughs> He's a sports commentator, Christopher. <laughs> I don't watch been, the. I don't watch the Bachelor. Rourke, Rourke has already been compared to Stravler. Oh God, please no. He's a run for. Well, no, they have. They have something in common. Rourke is Canadian, and Chris Stravler is a Canadian icon. So <laughs> I can see how they would compare the two of them. He came from a run-heavy offense. He did. Yes, he did. So that's and he's a big boy. Yeah, but it's he's also got a hell of an arm on him. From what yep. I, everything I've seen on him, he's got a hell of an arm. Which I'm not overly impressed with Strevler's arm. We'll see if it translates into the CFL because he hasn't played CFL since he was a very young kid. I don't think since he ever he was had. in high school. I think it's at high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played three years in in Ontario. So we'll see if that translates. Strong arms are strong arms in on that hundred yard and much yep. smaller field. He's so, actually born in Victoria, so yeah, yeah, from Ohio. Yep. And I think they went to a bowl game every year that he was their quarterback. I believe you're right. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think he won a bowl game every year he was a quarterback. Now, there is 120 different bowl games yes, in there college is. football now. Yes, there is. Granted, granted, there is. But you have to be half decent for your team to get into a bowl game. Yeah, you got to be 500-ish yeah. to get to a bowl. Is that it? I think it's a little higher than that. <laughs> not much. Not much. Bit. Not much. No? It's because... You look at some of these NCAA teams, Division One. It'll be Miami of Ohio up against the Miami Hurricanes, right? And it's going to be sixty-seven to three, yeah. and they have to play these guys a couple of times a year. 
Mm-hmm. So they're not going to have a good record. It's automatic. I'm just looking at the bowl games that he played in. They're not exactly household um, name no, bowls. No, they're not. It's not the Rose Bowl, the, Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Yes, no, he the won bowl. the 2017 Bahamas Bowl, then the 2018 <laughs> Frisco Bowl, and to top it all off, he won the 2020 Famous Ohio Potato Bowl. That's a real thing. It's the everybody gets a ribbon bowl. Yeah. And his yeah. Ohio Bobcats, which finished the year six and six. You're six and six and you make a bowl game? Beat yep. the Nevada Wolfpack thirty to twenty one. And That's Nathan Rourke was named and uh, Nathan Rourke was named M V P. But I also have to question I also have to question his smarts because Wait, he was he he played his last year of high school football in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And then he went to JUCO for a year, which is a junior college. And then he went to Ohio. So Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, um, Nathan and Rourke won Ohio this State. Game. No. Not Ohio State, Ohio. Nathan Rourke won this game, was named the game's MVP, he went nine to seventeen for a hundred and forty four yards. And how many did he run for? It doesn't say, but his team's leading rusher was their running back with ninety seven yards. I mean I, I saw some highlights of him taking the ball like fifty yards to the house. So Yeah, so he does. He can run. He he certainly can. It's the new style quarterback. Yep. Yep. Actually, by, I was just watching a... Um, uh, I'm sorry, a, Mark. What the hell did you just say? It's the new style of quarterback. What Run is? first. Running. You mean Dave Dickinson, Casey Printers, Buck Pierce, uh, Doug Flutie, Matt Dunnigan. Uh, Matt yeah, Dunnigan. It into the NFL. Uh, it's not new style. <laughs> it's made it into the NFL. It, it's a Canadian style. Yeah, but it's made it into yeah. the NFL. Yes, it has. So you're going to see more fine. and more and more and more now. I, I don't know Every why, step. as an owner of an NFL team, I would allow something like that to happen. If I'm paying millions of dollars a year for a quarterback, I want the Bo Levi Mitchell quarterback. Someone yeah, but you're who getting doesn't risk I mean, anything. Who won? Who won the Super Bowl last year? Mahomes. Okay, he's a running, throwing quarterback. That's why you pay running backs. I just posted a tweet here to um, uh, to the show chat. Uh, to the show chat, it's got some highlights. It's got a. If you click on it, the tweet has a highlights of uh, Nathan Rook. You're actually uh, when you when you were saying Mark that he was being compared to Chris Trevler, you can see why when you see the clips because he does ah. run a lot similar with the way he runs and so on. Although, like CJ said, he's got a better arm. It looks like he's got a hell of an yeah. arm. Yep, he doesn't throw the ball like a shot. He doesn't throw the ball like a shot putter. Yeah. No. No, but hell, he's got a set of legs on him. Yep. Did you Who see that? He, he literally, nobody could, nobody 
Yeah, he's got he's got an arm. If he can read defenses, he could be a starter in the CFL. But I don't think Mike Riley is shaking in his boots right now. So I no, but can so. you imagine Nathan Rourke actually gets to mentor uh, underneath Mike Mike Riley? He'd be ecstatic. Yep. And who else is there? Lule. Who? D. Lule. Oh yeah, Lule. Oh Travis, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Travis and Mike. With this guy, with these tools, this guy could have a could have some sort of a future. With those kind of tools, and those guys teaching them. Now we'll see if this translates from lower end NCAA college to the pros, especially in a completely different league. We've seen it a lot. True, that's correct. Did you see this? Um, did, where did they? Was there a international or global draft as well? No, no, it hasn't uh, happened. I don't think they've had that yet. No, it hasn't happened yet. Last year. Okay, so if you're looking at this thing that you just put up there, Charles, it says uh, Gridiron International, right? And it's got the right. BC Lions thing underneath it. It says from the Czech Republic, the Ed. Edmonton Eskimos drafted a stud at defensive end. That's Alan where he's Pay. originally from. He's originally from yes. Czech Republic. Okay, okay. Played in Ottawa. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. It yeah. fits into Randy's uh, CFL 2.0, though. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Looking good. Yeah, Alan Pay, he went. Uh... 13th overall, the second round. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything in this draft? Is there anybody on the Calgary Stampeders that just jumped out at you, Will, and said, oh, my God, I'm so glad we got this guy? Well, and and the story goes that Calgary did trade away the first-round pick because they already had the guy they picked in third. And... uh, and uh, they made the trade with uh, BC because they didn't want to waste a first-round pick on this guy. So, uh, yeah, a number one end, overall. Canadian, yeah, Canadian defensive end. This this uh, Isaac Adiemi Berglund, southeastern <laughs> Louisiana. I've seen uh, I've seen uh, highlights of him, and he's a uh, he's a nasty dude. He's a defensive end, and the Stampeders are probably probably drafted him to make up for uh, the dude that BC signed. Help me here. Is it Jonathan Rose or Donovan Bose or something like that? No, it was Chris was, something, wasn't oh, it? No, it was uh, – I can't remember. Anyways, so that's why they drafted him. And now – the second round, they drafted Travel Pinto. Now, did they draft him because Pinto is a horse? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, Pinto's or not, not a horse. Pinto is not so a horse. So now, Travel Pinto, they say Travel Pinto would have been a very high draft pick 
last year in the CFL draft, but he has a he had a positive test for cocaine, so he was declared ineligible for last year's draft. So he has been out of football for a year now. Was he out of football? And I, yes, he was. That's what they say. He was out of football. Hasn't played since 2019 or 2018. Sorry. So, um, I think they probably drafted him to replace Terry Williams, their their kick returner from last year. Because I've seen highlights of this guy. He is fast. He's pretty speedy. He's not very big. Um, and they say there's a big upside to him. And and John Huffnagel said he had one indiscretion, and he's pretty sure there's not going to be any more. So there you go. Are you talking and about then, Chris Casher? Yes, I'm talking about Chris Casher. That's what I Sorry. said. Yeah, it's a Chris right. guy. Yeah, yeah. And you said no, 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 no. Yeah, well, and then there's a guy by the name of Ryson John who is. Six foot seven, two hundred and twenty pounds, and he has already signed a. Uh, he has already signed a uh, undrafted free agent contract in the NFL. Who, who's that? Curtis Gray. Rice and John. Oh, okay. Out of Simon, Simon Fraser, twenty-first Klans, overall. Clansman. Yeah, you look at that as a futures pick, right? Because he did sign as a unrestricted free agent in the or undrafted free agent in the NFL, and they did give him a signing bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got him apparently penciled in to gain like fifty pounds and become a tight end, which does make sense at two hundred or at six foot seven. So. Yeah, and then and then the rest of their picks were offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and receivers. So, and a kicker. Calgary picked up a kicker, Kieran Burnham. Well, well, their State kicker FX. did retire. So, their kicker did retire. So, okay, yeah. Mark. Anybody on Winnipeg that stands out for you? Noah Hallett was an interesting pick. Um, I've seen a little bit of highlights on him. He could probably step into special teams pretty much this year. He's a little shit, eh? He's not that big. He's not huge, but he likes to hit people. He's a smaller than Loeffler, but he hits like Loeffler. And I'm okay with that. And there was so he's going to get suspended then on the you side. Don't The other one on the size-wise, I think, was Bleska Kambamba. That's he was the last player picked in the draft. <laughs> but the Bombers are people weren't super, sure how to say his name. The Bombers were super happy about getting him. Right? I don't understand why. Yeah. It's a project. I I can't find it right now, but I think he's the one. He's some six foot seven receiver. 
if you have a six foot seven receiver, if he can run, put fifty pounds on him and he's a tight end in the NFL. Isn't that what Will yep. just said? Yep. Otherwise, uh, when we drafted a kicker, too, um, from what I've seen, he's basically the best kicker in CIA or, sorry, uh, U Sports last year. What's the difference? Um, what, CIA, U, and U Sports? No, CIS. CIS. Well, it's not even CIS anymore. No, it's U Sports. It's, it's, it's U Sports. CIA, U, then CIS, and now U Sports. I always forget that. So it's just oh, everything's blanketed under youth sports. Is that what it is? It is now, yeah. 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 Okay. Now, the the kid had a 47-yard punting average. And we do have an old man as a kicker who I'm still surprised came back this year. But well, uh, Shit, you're going to pay Medlock as much as he is. He's coming back. Well, it's a brand-new contract, <laughs> so I don't know how much they paid him. He's not going to come back for a discount. Mm, doubtful. I, I'm kind of wondering if he's still coming back. He may all of a sudden announce his retirement after all this. He's enjoying being at home with his kids. Okay. I, I, I want to point out that the Montreal Alouettes, uh, they, they drafted an old lineman named Andrew Becker. Okay? I think mm-hmm. it's the only normal name. In the entire draft. Okay? The only normal name. Okay? There's a couple that are close, but not. Brad Cowan is not bad. Okay? That's a, that's a kind of close. Cameron Lawson. That's, that's, that's not bad. Close. Cameron Lawson. Carter O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. But Trivel Pinto? Come on. Who picked that? Dante Boo? The Calgary, Calgary, Calgary picked a Pinto. <laughs> like, and he, when he did play football, he played for UBC, just so you know. So I would assume he's I, I, a BC boy. Is he, he a BC boy, or there. did he just play for the Thunderbirds? Okay. So anything else on the sure. draft? Well, and the biggest picks were offensive linemen. <laughs> Sorry. Always. You got to pick at least a couple of those guys. And everybody did, so. I was going to say, was there any team that did not pick an offense, at least one offensive lineman? Well, BC, BC only a, picked one. Edmonton picked yeah, four. One. Yeah. Uh, Calgary, Calgary one. only picked one. Saskatchewan's got a couple. Two. Winnipeg did not. Winnipeg didn't. No. Hamilton Hamilton's picked one. got a Toronto pair of them. Toronto's Ottawa got two. Picked two. Montreal yeah. picked three. Or two. Two. So I'm not surprised Winnipeg didn't pick one. Well, they've got such a good offensive line right now anyway, so And it's so that, deep. Yeah. Did B C did B C pick anyone? They picked up one offensive lineman. All right, that would make sense. They had the most sacks in the CFL last year, but they picked up one offensive lineman. Yep. Mind you, they did yep. sign what's-his-name. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Picking <laughs> offensive linemen in the Canadian draft 
does not mean that they are going to start. Nor would does anybody in this draft going to improve your O line. So that was a cheap shot, and I'm not accepting it. Well, how can you say that? Easy. Uh, watch me. My lips are moving. Mine was fucking horrible last year. Swear, doubt my mind. If you want an old lineman, go down to the states and pick up some beast. Okay. Don't be yeah, but you can't run. You can't Canadian. run five. You can't run five American old linemen. Why? Well, I guess they could now. Then Nathan York will be their starting quarterback. I'm good with that. You run five Canadian. You run five American old linemen. Where are you putting your Canadians? I, I said you could. But where yeah, you, you could, Canadians. but you don't do it. At one point, BC only had one Canadian start on defense. Okay. They were all the How entire O line was the Canadian. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that if you want an O line that is a gauntlet, go get some Americans. Because no, BC hasn't had an O line until Rob Murphy and Jason Amenas. I mean, okay. the way Calgary's done it typically is is their inside guys are Canadian, outside guys are American. Yeah, and that's the way it should be. Because that's where you get this six, seven, three hundred and eighty pound piece of meat that eats people. Yes, yes, with with extreme prejudice. I'm not going to say they're black because they usually are. Well, that Rob Murphy and Jason Amenas were not. No, they weren't. And they were big, neither big, was Chris, mean. Neither was, neither was Chris Walby, So, No, they were big, mean American linemen. Well, you know, I'm thinking if they want to bolster their offensive line, they could always sign Derek Dennis this year. It'd probably get them in a deal. Probably for 55K or 65K. No, you can't. Isn't isn't the, there a, a minimum age for a three-year starter? Oh, yeah, 80. 80, 85 that's a rookie minimum, and some people right. still say that's uh, not enough. Where else can you get a 85000 the first year of a job? Uh, you you know, know, and, well. and I was having that argument with uh, uh, David Benefield the other day, again, and it's sort of like, you know, he says that the CFL is Bush League as long as they're paying their uh, entry fees at or minimum wages at 55000 You know what 23-year-old kid out there makes $55,000 a year? Seriously. Like, what profession? You know what? Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're comparable. He says, yeah, they are. Yeah, were you making $55,000 a year at 21 years old? No. That was what Colton Huncheck made last year, I think. Okay. I, in, in 1984, in I, was, I was 22 before I – yeah, 22 I made a, a close to 100 grand. There you go. But I was a computer engineer. A design technician. I designed computer systems. Okay, that was former life. I don't do that anymore. And we made good money. 
Well, no, and you know what the the funny thing is, I listened to, I think it was last week or the week before, I listened to an old Nick Lewis podcast, one of his first ones. He's only had and he was talk. I know, and he was talking about how the XFL. It was great for young guys because they could go down there and, and get more money than the CFL. <laughs> and it just so happened the week I listened to it, the XFL went hitters. So there goes that solution, guys. Well, like so, I say to yeah. a lot of people, what's the second highest paying football league in the world? Yeah. CFL. The CFL. Yeah. So if you don't like the wage... Go find more money somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Hey, you can go to Czech Republic. You can go to Germany. You can go to Australia. At least down in Australia, they're playing Canadian rules. Germany yeah, is getting ready to start in, Australia, in Australia, they give you lunch money, and I think they let you work at Home Depot part-time if you want to. Well, that's a good deal. The GFL is going to be the first pro football league up. They're talking about starting within a month. Who that? Half. The GFL, the German Football League. Oh, yes. Yeah, I heard something about that, too. Yeah. Oh, you mean start playing again? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, they're starting you right in about a month, I think, they said. I think there's a couple of Canadian kids, that, college kids that went over. Okay, so let's uh, move on from the draft because I'm bored already. Oh, we spent said, an hour on it. I know. CFL draft ratings it's, up it's but still behind NFL draft. Uh, come on, seriously? Where do we expect the ratings of the CFL to be higher than the NFL? Never. Are you, never. 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 So I don't expect that to change. Okay, so I CFL put it on the, because there was nothing else. <laughs> The CFL and the CFLPA resumed talks on virus response. Well, we went over this last week. I couldn't give a shit what the CFLPA has to say. They need to go in the little corner, sit down, shut up, and accept whatever happens. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) P.S. Do not expect many CFL players as guests on this show. Just saying. (laughs) Well, yeah, thanks, Christopher. I, I, I guess Solly's never going to be a guest on this show, eh? Who? Solly. Solomon Aluminian. Yeah, probably not. The probably president of the CFLPA. Like but seriously, <laughs> am I wrong? Nope. I, I'm not you're wrong, not. okay? So no, you're not. I'm just saying it. what what people are, are, are thinking, okay? It's seriously. Whatever happens is going to happen. And who's it? Dave Naylor? Dave Naylor was on. Um, was it Dave Naylor that was on uh, Rod Peterson's show? And he says there will not be yeah. a 2020 CFL season. Period. Who said no that? partial Dave season, Naylor? no part of it, no nothing. There will not be a season. More than likely right. I, I, I can't argue with him. Okay? No. So it, the smartest thing for the CFLPA to do right now. Okay, is to say, okay, let's just remove the 2020 season from the contracts completely. 
We had a two-year contract. It starts in 2021. And everybody accepts it, okay? There's no question about it. Now, the, the, the concept here is will anybody get paid any money from a CFL team? And we're going to go into that a little further down. So, I, personally, I don't really give a shit if the CFL and the CFLPA are, are back talking. Um, I don't. What have they got to talk about? We're, we're going to have a season. We're not going to have a season. What's going to happen? Okay. They, they well, think legally, they, they have to, though. What? They have to what? They have to talk legal for the Why? legal parts of the contracts. Right. The CFL of the um, CBA. What What do you mean by the legal parts? Why do they have to? The they don't have to talk. What does it say in the CBA, Christopher? What does it say in the CBA? Probably better than you do. Uh, what happens if the league shuts down? The league isn't shutting down. That's that's Depending the ambiguous on which statement. Looking that, at it, that's exactly right. The CFLPA says the CFL, if the CFL suspends operations, that means if they've gone bankrupt. Okay. We're we're not there yet. Does it say that? Legal ease. If anybody knows legal ease, it's you. I I do. I know exactly what you're saying, and I understand this. My point being is the CFL PA needs to just sit down in the little corner and shut the fuck up and accept what happens because otherwise there won't be a league. That's typically not how unions and associations act, though. That's and no, funny no. to say that, but that's not that's not it's reality. Not how it works. It's not going to happen. <laughs> they want all players to become free agents because the contract the CL has suspended operations. Well, they haven't suspended operations. They suspended the 2020 season, and we're not even there yet. But the, let's the just CFL, say let's the, the 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 league is still a viable entity so far. I'm a little CFL concerned about have, moron from Montreal, but that's beside the point. The CFL could have easily um, uh, avoided this if they would have just added one word to that sentence, the word permanently. Yep. They add that in, and that, and that would, uh, would have it's taken over. all. Because at this point, now they've got legal, the players at least have a legal argument to make if it goes before like an arbitrator or something like that. Doesn't mean it's going to work, but they at least have the opportunity to make it. And they make it a situation where, you know what, this is what it, we meant, but the players come back and said, well, you may have meant that, but this is actually what you said. And that's what they're this going to This is argue. what's written down. This is what's in black and white. This is what we signed off on. Is it going to work? I don't know. That's probably for a judge or an arbitrator. But they at very least have the chance to make that argument. And how many years can they they keep it in court? How long can they keep it in court to completely end the CFL? We we can go back to what the concept of the word suspension means, because Bill Clinton proved in Congress that it matters. What what was his quote? It says it depends Uh, on what the definition uh, of the word is, is. Is, is. But isn't that American labor law? No, that, that labor no law. No difference. Law I'm is not sure law. I'll ask it. No, law is law. The definition of a word is highly important. Okay. 
Here, here, I'll give you an example of this. In, in BC, we have an HOV lane, okay? And what does it say on the, on the, the Charles, do you know? What does it say what? What does it say on the HOV lane? It uh, says three persons or more. It's three persons or more, yeah. Okay. So if you do not, it, you, you need to go to the act, okay, the set of laws that defines a word. If you need to know what the word means, it has to go to the act. The BC Motor Vehicle Branch does not define the word person. Okay? So then you have to go to the act. That's the specific act of laws for that particular purpose. Then you have to go to the highest set of laws in Canada, which is the Constitution. And it doesn't define what a person is. So you go to the next one down, which is the uh, Charter of Rights and Freedom. And it doesn't define what a person is. Do you know what the number three set of laws in Canada is? It's the Income Tax Act. Okay? So the Income Tax Act defines a person as, as any individual or corporation. Okay? So I take my corporate documents. Oh, sorry. It's two or more persons, Charles. Not three. Two or more persons. That's right. Yeah, on Highway 1, especially it's three. Yeah, it's and two. I take my corporate document book. And I put it on the seat of my car. There's two persons in the car, and I'm allowed in the HOV lane. Because any individual or corporation, I have my corporation with me. So I'm an individual. My corporation is with me. There's two persons in the vehicle. I get pulled over. The cop wants to give me a ticket. I explain to him the situation. I go, your call. You can give me the ticket. I'm going to fight it. I'm going to win and I'll make sure it's on the front page of the newspaper, and you'll never be able to enforce the HOV again. And your boss won't be very happy with you. I've never received a ticket. I've been pulled over four times for it. They, they just might go, well, it's not worth the hassle of dealing with this asshole. But in reality, I, the law is on, on my side. I so it depends on what the definition of the word suspension is. I see the CFLPA taking this to court. I really do. Because, yeah, 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 Mike Riley made $500,000 last year, a lot more, $700,000 last year, probably a lot more in endorsements and such. Yeah. But unless he saved every single penny of it, he has no money coming in. Oh, I know. No, He's probably in a lot guy. better position than somebody that made 58000 though. Oh, no, for sure he is. That's for true, yeah. sure he is. A guy on his, the second year of his first contract, and he has zero money coming in. Zero that's money it. coming in. Now, now, that question, this is where the CFLPA and the CFL should be talking. Should every player get a set amount of money regardless of who they are? Let's, let's pay everybody $50,000 this year. Okay. I don't care who you are, Mike Riley, Bo Levi Mitchell, S.J. Green. I, he's not even on a team. But you know what I'm talking about? Every player, regardless of who you are, you get 50 grand a year this year. You're not or do play. you do a percentage? No. No, you can't do a percentage because you're going to hurt the teams. Yeah. Okay? I mean, the, the, the teams have no revenue. They have no income. Any money that the CFL gets right now and CFL teams get this year, they're not going to get any money from TSN unless TSN is really nice, okay? 
Because their games and being played, so the, the yeah. TSN has no obligation to pay them for any of the football games, right? So unless the Canadian government steps up and pays them, where's a CFL team going to get money from? Selling more T-shirts. Well, that works in Saskatchewan. Make, you, you probably do it in Manitoba as well. Okay, but nowhere else are you going to make any money off of selling T-shirts. You know, where are they going to get revenue from? So, you know, this the CFL PA right now is trying to get blood from a stone. They want money out of this. It's not going to happen. So they want to be, uh, all players to be deemed free agents. Well, in what what world is We now have a nine-team football league with no players. What, are we going to draft them all over again? It's going to be like free agency from hell? What's, and if, how does this work? Well, and if the um, league does not play this year, and they yeah. all become free agents, are these teams going to have money to spend like they did when they first signed these guys? Yeah, there's no. a salary cap. There is a salary cap, and you can go right to the height of it. But everybody's going to be at the floor of it because they have no money. No signing bonuses? No. I was surprised at the amount of money that was paid out in signing bonuses this year, though. $808,000. But we had no idea that it was going to happen. No, I know. I'm just surprised at the the amount of money. How much? How much was it? Eight hundred thousand. That's not much. In the CFL, it is. That's uh, Mike Riley. I, That's Mike Riley and a kicker. I, a I know, but what what I'm trying to say is, I don't. I, I would have thought it would have been a lot more money. I mean, there's players out there that got a hundred grand for a signing bonus. Yeah. Riley's one of them, I think. Mitchell was another. Not this year, but. From a legal standpoint, it is very weird. And they could tie it up long enough to kill the league. Yeah. yeah or to, or to kill two or three teams. They may even only kill two or three teams. Yeah, and then they're the costing their own. They're costing. Yeah. And then they're costing yep. their members' jobs. Yep. So no CFL where they're going to play. If they're that where, stupid to do that, that's their problem. Where's the logic? But but Charles, that that's a union mentality, okay? In right. out, out here in um, you know that area on by Hume Park, Hume Park. Right. No. Yeah, Hume Park, which is the one to, uh, down from Lowheed Mall going into New West. Uh, I think it's. Hume Park, that's the one, Lowheed Mall, that's North yeah, Road, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. that area. Okay, so you know that the area where the SkyTrain is, there's that industrial area off right. to the, yeah. the the south, southeast of that area? There used yeah. to be a the crane toilet manufacturer, okay? And mm-hmm. they went on strike, and they were on strike for a year and a half. And Crane shut down the entire plant and moved it to Mexico. Okay, they were shut down for two and a half years, which was enough to dissolve the union. Okay, and they opened back up. They came 
back up to, to Coquitlam, New West, and they reopened the manufacturing plant there. And the first thing that happened in there was the workers unionized, mm-hmm. and they went on strike, and Crane shut it down. And that was 23 years ago. And it's, they've been made in Mexico ever since. So unions will do stupid things mm-hmm. to spite themselves. It's true. You know, the CFLPA can demand this, that, and everything else, even if it collapses the league. And then maybe the GFL will be the second highest paid league in, this, in the world. This is why I say the CFLPA needs to shut up, go sit in the corner, and be good little boys. Mm-hmm. Because they're, 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 they're walking a very, very dangerous line right now. And you know what? If you, if you like the league, you like your paycheck, accept what happens. What's going to happen happens. It's not like the league is out to try to screw you. Yeah, this is not a league thing. They didn't do this. This came as a surprise to everybody, and you got to deal with it. You got to deal with it as best you can, and you got to accept accept the consequences. I mean, how many people right now work in a small business and they are shut down? Uh, nail technicians, hairdressers, they're not getting money. You know, or two thousand dollars a month. Okay, way to go, Mark. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Pays for your paint. Okay. I'm done with them. I'm done with that. Nathan Rourke, highest selected QB in the draft. Interesting pro football journey. We kind of looked at that, right? No point in revisiting it. Uh, CFL continues discussions with the government on funding. Uh, There was an article in here by uh, um, Winnipeg Sun where the CFL comes clean on federal aid request. uh, Did anybody read that one? I didn't see that one. You know, immediate request for $30 million as much as $150 million in total should the season be lost. Um, Justin Trudeau says, it's possible. He's given money to everybody else. Why not? Uh, $5 million payment would leave the $25 million CFL short. I don't know. Uh, I think the I think that they would be uh, they're looking for $150 million and if they have to pay the players their contracts. Yeah. Okay, that's that's where I think that they're looking at right now. And I don't think they should have to pay the players the contracts because the players should get $10,000 a game if they're playing a game. They got 18 games, they make $180,000. Okay, you're not playing any football, so I'm not paying you $10,000 a game. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I think that they should be paid a flat amount regardless of who you are and, and, and be very happy with that. But that's not going to happen. Not, no, I it's not going to happen. The PA is going to go at nuts. Point, They're going to lose their at shit. At this point, I don't want to hear anything more about the negotiations with the government. 
we talked about this. I'm not sure if you were on, Christopher. I think you were, but I can't remember. Um, they sound like I they're think whining. Ridiculous. They're begging. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Just stop. Don't talk about it. The CFL is just getting destroyed on social media. If you go yeah. on Twitter, holy fuck. Like, shut up. Look at all the stuff we do for Tackle for Hunger. Yeah, that's great. Shut up. It has nothing to do with it. No, it doesn't. And, and we're just going to, whatever happens, happens. They put out a request to the government to give them money. Great. I have no problems with that. They put out a thing for $150 million. I think that's excessive. I do too. Well, okay. it's, it's best case to worst case. Thirty million yeah. to one hundred and fifty. Yeah. That's the worst. You have to put that in there. Fair enough. Well, no, they need thirty million immediate right now. Okay. And, yep. and I, I understand where that is, right? <clears throat> Here's a thought I just came up with. I don't know if this is how they did would it do hurt. It. But it might, well, a little bit. But so they say it's one hundred and fifty million dollars to if they if have to cancel the entire season and have to pay all the players, right? Correct. Is there any chance the league asked for that amount so the government could say, well, we're not going to give you that, but we're going to make uh, restrictions a little bit less here. So if you guys want to get some sort of season in. Uh, we'll make the restrictions less for you, and then that way we don't have to pay you. You can you can have less restrictions and get money no. that way. You don't no. think so? Okay. No. The only the way that I would say that is if all the players were Canadians. You're talking about bringing Americans across the border right now, and I don't think that that's an acceptable practice. And it Trudeau doesn't matter about, comment about it. What's that? About he, what? Trudeau made a comment about if the players, and this it was more to do with the NHL than the CFL, but okay. he said if any sports teams come across the border, more than welcome to. They have to isolate for 14 days. They have to isolate for 14 days. Like everybody else. Yeah. Right. And, and that is so, acceptable in the CFL, but not the NHL. No. But it's it, That's what they're looking at. Guarantee right, that. players can come up comment. here. They, they they can be isolated for 14 days, and then they can play the entire season without leaving Canada. Yeah, because they don't cross the border. The NHL is different. You have to cross the border. Yeah, yeah. Every second game is played in America. The NHL's kind of talked about playing games in only certain cities. Yeah, it would be like four or five so, cities, and I think all three Canada. Three or four cities, and then have all like. One division where all the teams get played in one region, one division where all the teams, so they're not traveling all over. It's confined to the different cities. The problem right. with that is when you even get to the Stanley Cup Finals in the playoffs, you have to cross the border. You're going to have to have some team cross the border, and then you're going to have like a two-week delay. Yep. So, yeah. But, I mean, it could potentially work, but it, I still don't see how they're – I don't know. I, I, I think it's all going to be over then, or let's hope that it is by the time. I mean, the NHL season doesn't start till September, and I hate hockey. I'm not a hockey fan at all, but it does start till September. And if they dense season and start in December, then you know it. They play till June. Come on, I don't see it really being an issue. 
We'll be playing football in 2021. Let's hope so anyway. Okay. I, I, I don't know what else is on the agenda here I want to talk about. What time is it? Time 20. Who cares about the Cornish Trophy finalists, which is the top Canadian and NCAA? Okay, let's go there. Let's go there. Nathan Rourke has won it twice in the last two years, I think. And he's nominated today as well. This year, I mean, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Really? Yep. Okay. Northern Nathan Rourke, Ohio Bobcats quarterback, won it in 18 and 19. What about Chase Claypool? He, he wanted his rookie year, I think. But I think he wanted his rookie year. I know. I thought he won it once. No, not accordingly. No. Hmm. He he just said that he had an MVP season in 2019. This was the further furnished by picking up the MVP award for the Camping Camping World Bowl win over Ohio State. Camping Bowl. Camping World Bowl? Is that like a company, Camping World? Camping World Bowl, yeah. Kind of like a Cabela's? Outdoors for kind of like Cabela's, yeah. Pro Bass or Bass Pro or whatever they are? Bass Pro Shops. 13 games. He was Notre Dame's leading receiver. Okay. These are the the finalists for the 2020 season, right? Okay. Nate Brock is there. Chase Claypool. Neville Gallimore, defensive lineman. Playing with the Oklahoma Sooners. Is there really somebody named Chubba? Chubb Hubbard? <laughs> okay. Uh, holy shit, did you see this guy's name? And he's a Canadian? Obong. Bimega? Are you guys in this? Which one? The last one. Uh, I'm going to go back to the draft page. Here we are. Uh, last one. Amen. A-N. Ogbong Bimba. Hmm. Hey, I was going to say, the Cornish Award has only been awarded two years in a row now, and Nathan Rourke won, won it both times. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was founded in 2008. Well, there you go. Like, he might as well win it this year and go to three or three. I don't think he will. I think Jason Claypool will win it. But... Huh. It shows you how much though, the NFL pays attention to the Cornish Award because Nathan Rourke won it twice. And nobody even considered taking him in the NFL draft. And and weren't weren't we just talking about weren't we just talking about how many more Canadians are in U.S. college and and the same guys won the award two years in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, so per, try to pronounce this last guy. Where are you? Ta- where are you? Look, or is this the nominees? Right? Nominees. I was on the wrong. I'm on the wrong thing here. Um, okay, it's called okay, the. So. You you put out the link. 
Right. No, I was looking on the wrong. I was looking at the other page. Amen. Ogbong Bemiga. Ogbong Bemiga. Exactly. Okay. That's good for a while. Okay. Amen. Ogbong Bemiga. Okay. Let go to the bottom one here. And uh, we'll go play with Saskatchewan some other time. And maybe doing that. There's a poll on the CFL. Let's talk CFL website, Facebook page, put up by Charles, who doesn't really know how to put up polls because he doesn't know how to shut off options. Really got to do that one, Charles. If the CFL does start up this season, will you be comfortable going to a game? I would surprised by the results, to say the least. The answer, the, the results so far are uh, 334 people say yes. 60, no, 71 people say no. And one option was put up by Walt. It depends on when the season starts, and that six people have said that. But it doesn't mean Yes or no. It just depends on when the season starts. So yeah, it's kind it of a dumb thing. It so, starts in four years. I'm good. Charles, would you be comfortable going to a season, uh, to watch a game this year at BC Place? No, I don't think I would. Mark, would you be comfortable going to IGF? Not without an N95 mask and a welder shield. Oh, no. William, would you be comfortable going to McMahon Stadium? I've already bought my hazmat suit, so yes. Seriously? <laughs> I've told you this twice in the last two weeks. No. You have. I know you have, but you got to talk to the listeners here. We're, t- we're talking about this because well, we know no, no. that I'm going to kill. You know what? I'm still, I'm still in a wait-and-see kind of wait-and-see kind of mode, to be honest with you. Okay. There's no way in hell that I would go into an arena with 20,000 other people in close proximity and watch a football game or watch Monster Jam or go to a concert or go to a casino or go anywhere where there's all there has to be is one person. Yes, and, that's true. And, and all of a sudden, we've got a flare-up of a pandemic, and I don't want to be part of it. Uh, so, no, there's absolutely no way that I will be going. Now, here, here's an answer on, on the thing, and it says, the guy goes, yes, because it won't start until there's a vaccine. Okay. Then oh he my goes God. on. Then he goes on and he says, "I've got COPD with 38% lung capacity, but You're I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable going if there's a vaccine." <laughs> oh. Okay. It's that good uh, BC bud. Yeah. Yes, he's a BC Lions fan. 
I'm not going to pick on who it was, and I'm not going to say his name, but you understand what I'm talking about here? How? Really? Okay. Well, Absolutely. Now, now, my thoughts, my thoughts on a vaccine are, if there is a vaccine, this is just Willie's other world. If there is a vaccine, it's going to turn everybody into zombies. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who who's the leading? Um, creator, funder, uh, proponent of a vaccine for COVID-19? Well, from what I heard, it's Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates, okay? Now, is Bill Gates not the one that says that the population of the world, the, the, the world is overpopulated and we need to systematically reduce the population of the world? Have you guys heard him say this? Yes. Why would you take a vaccine from somebody who wants to kill all people? Because Bill Gates knows people are stupid. I, I didn't say that. I, 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 I did. I, I understand did. that. That's not the answer to my question. I said, why would you take a vaccine from somebody who wants to kill off a good percentage of the population of the world? If there's a vaccine for COVID-19, you can guarantee that this camper is not taking it. Okay? Not going to happen. I don't trust it. I haven't got the virus yet. I don't think I'm about to. I'm not, I don't. I social distance for the last 35 years of my life I don't like people that's not about to change Uh, yeah I went to football games I sat beside people and let them slobber on me and it was the most disgusting time of my life but I like watching football games I like watching them live that's why I go get a ticket in a suite so I, I, I got some distance away from people I don't have to sit shoulder to shoulder shoulder with other people okay I don't like people. They're slobs. They're pigs. I don't care what team you cheer for. I don't want to sit beside you. So there's no way in hell I'm getting into a stadium now. It's not going to happen. Not this year, next year. I don't know if I'll ever go back to another game. I probably will. But that's beside the point. I might might have to check with the Stampeders to see if the same two people have the tickets this year that had them last year that sat next to me. Okay, it was a couple. And all I can say is they could play offensive line for any professional football team, okay? They were big. Like Everybody big. that was there was big. You, you, I was the little guy in the middle when I was yeah, there. Yeah, but they were big. These two people... They were two big human beings, okay? And the amount of food they ate during a game was just absolutely mind-boggling. And luckily, they only came to half the games. So, just and hopefully they're not listening to the show right now. Yeah, I don't care. They don't know my name <laughs> It's not so much the people in front of you. It's the people behind you. 
Yeah, They're the ones that are breathing wrong. moistly on you. Okay. They're spitting on you. Yeah. They yell. That's breathing moistly. And well, and most of the people behind me are over 60, so they're probably uh, good cases to get COVID, so they probably won't be there this year, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I, I mean, if we get if to there a is, point where we go two months and there's no new cases, I mean, at some point you got to say, you know what, uh, the, the risk is really low. Charles, the risk of getting COVID-19 is really low. It already Agreed. is. Agreed. I get that. Agreed. Okay. Mm-hmm. But haven't we all just been aware of how gross people are? No, I, I, that's fair. Okay. And that, and that's why I say I may never go to another football game because it's not because I'm worried about getting COVID-19. I'm worried about getting anything from these slobs. Well, and you know what? My my wife and I ha- had a conversation a couple of days ago about we still haven't canceled our trip to Vegas in August. And that's probably the worst I, place to go. Well, sure, I would agree with you 100%. Okay. Just even um, an airplane. But I tend but I tend to wonder if because of all of these things that are going on the first time we get on an airplane, will it be the cleanest place we've been in a long time on an airplane, that is? No. Okay. Well, but my my biggest issue is I have an issue with the recirculated air. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I have always wanted to drive to Las Vegas. So there's a possibility. Yeah, you can drive. Yeah, we, we talked about that before. But um, it's not that adventurous. No, I know it isn't. It, it is the – is the air in a casino any different than the air in an airplane? No, it's a less confined but, space. It's more spread but out. It is. It is much bigger. Okay. Much bigger. And 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 we'll just use the COVID nineteen virus just as an example because that's what we're dealing with right now. It can stay airborne and active for seventy two hours. Uh-huh. No, it doesn't float around in the air. It drops. It, 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 right, but you have air circulation in a casino. Well, that's true. Okay. And and people moving about and everything else that disturbs it. Because it will sit on a surface and it will go airborne if it's disturbed. Okay. I got a, I got a big thing on it on my, my Facebook page from uh, John Hopkins um, Hospital, I think it was, when this thing first came out. My Facebook page is about guns right now than this this virus. Anyhow. Um, we noticed. Yeah, I know. I'm just dealing with all... Canadians are a bunch of pussies. I just I, I just don't... I don't understand where the logic is and, and the ignorance that comes with it. It's just mind-boggling 
Oh my God! It's a it, you, you, who needs an assault rifle? Well, assault rifles have been banned in Canada since 1979, so I guess nobody needs an assault rifle. Why are you picking on semi-automatics? Because they look scary. Uh, anyhow, do we want to talk about guns, or do we not? Talk, what are we talking about right now? Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the uh, airplane trip down to Las Vegas. They opened Las yep. Vegas back up, didn't they? Didn't no, the they mayor of Las Vegas? About it. Gradually. Gradually, yeah. Smaller casinos opened, I think, this week. And the big ones are not scheduled to open until August or something like that. And, you know, the the issue, and, and I don't know if you saw the interview with the mayor from Las Vegas, Christopher, on, <laughs> on CNN than a with, on CNN with Anderson Cooper, and I think Anderson yeah. Cooper is as dumb as a bag of hammers, too. But there was great hype on this uh. thing, and from what I recollect, when he asked her, you know, how are you going to protect the people going to casinos? She said that wasn't her problem. Yeah, she came off looking like such a moron in the in the. And in reality, but funny. in reality, she is right. Well, that you know, technically yes, because it would be the the responsibility of the owners of the casino to make sure that their properties are safe. At the same that is time, correct. her as the mayor is the one that has to set out standards and guidelines for these companies to follow. So indirectly, as the leader of the city, it is her responsibility, not her sole responsibility, but but, but she does. But but what she said was she doesn't own the casinos. It's not her responsibility. And she said the casinos that do it the best would be the fullest. And it's just called competition. I don't necessarily disagree with her. I do. Okay, I do. I hundred percent agree. Disagree with her. Tell me why. It, we it, got twenty-seven minutes. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it up. doesn't it doesn't mean that they're doing the best job keeping their patrons safe. It just means that they they are best at bringing in the stupid people. Because first off, let's let's face it. Anybody going to Las Vegas is is in the high echelon on the IQ stage, because you don't go there to win, okay? And everybody goes there to win. And I know, Will, you do a good job when you go down there and you did come back with money, but for the most part, people do not make money. Blackjack has the of best odds, not. and it's seventeen percent. Seventeen percent is your odds of winning at blackjack, and it's the best. Yes. Yeah. So, so the the casino's going to win. So if they change the odds or the payouts or give a bigger payout, you're just attracting the poor and the stupid. Yes, but okay. you just said the odds are seventeen percent of winning money. On blackjack, isn't that right? Isn't that way higher than like? Yeah, then the, then lot, the like lottery. Of, then the chances, no, no, then the chances of getting COVID. Yes. Okay. Just saying. The chances of you getting COVID 
in a casino are greater than 17%. Do you have those numbers anywhere? I'd be curious to know. And 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 yes, I, I okay, sitting whacking a slot machine for 9 hours and then somebody else coming along and whacking it for 9 hours. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. But you know those little those little surgical gloves that everybody wears? Yes. Now? Okay, yeah. I always and, take a box. And, 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 I always take a box to good. I always take a box to Vegas with me. Okay. How often do you change them? Yeah, it was gonna be my question. All because the time. I know know that you touch your face every three minutes. Yeah, but no 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 no. If you I, touch your face I, every three minutes. Yes, okay. But anyway. So all the glove I, is doing if, is, it's ridiculous. But I don't touch my face when I'm wearing those gloves. Because I, I the reason I you. wear those, the reason I wear those gloves, okay, is because I don't like dirty people. And I, I along with my, and you just, you you think to yourself, you know, Will Will just wears a man purse because he thinks he because he's gay. But in reality, I wear a man purse because that's where I stick my surgical gloves when I go to the casino. Okay. Oh, I don't think and you're gay, Will. I'm bad. Well, I meant gay as in happy, Christopher. Come on. Um, but no, I change them on a regular basis. Okay. Because the thing is, like, if you're wearing those gloves, the if you let's say you go down to the t- casino, you got a pair of gloves on. The minute you touch a slot machine, the minute you touch like cards, if you're playing like uh, poker, or if you're playing, if you're touching like poke uh, casino chips, as soon as you touch that, yes. the gloves are meaningless at that point. Because I, I realize that. Yeah. I realize that, but as you know. I play the same slot machine continuously, mm-hmm. and every time I get up to go wee wee, I throw my gloves away, okay. and I put a new set of gloves on. Okay. Do you get the same slot machine back? Yes. Can you reserve it while you're gone? No, uh, me and Patty take turns I don't going. Do that. Me and Patty take okay. turns going to the bathroom, and okay, so you I guys play beside each other. other. No, 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 no. We can be. We are in the same area, but you can usually grab your chair, tilt it up against the machine, leave your drink on it, leave your cigarettes on it, whatever. And and because I'm a really nice guy, the ladies that are always around cleaning machines, they yeah. usually protect my machine for me. So. Okay. But the big, my biggest problem that I would have with going to Vegas is. Well, I'm certainly not going to get in their fucking pool, which is one of my favorite things to do when I'm in Vegas. Oh, what about a hot tub? No, I never do hot tubs. They're disgusting. I never do hot tubs. Sorry. Never do, do, do hot remember, tubs. Never do you will. remember that, that, that convention down in Atlanta? They got the Legionnaire's disease, the flesh-eating yeah, disease. Yeah, from the hot, the hot tubs. Christopher, yeah. I work no. in a hotel. Don't yeah. use a hotel hot tub. Do not. No, 
Absolutely no, not. Never. Please don't tell me this. Or or or, or go to a, a pour, public one. Can you go to the? You can pour all the stuff you want into the water. It doesn't kill everything. No. 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 Not at all. I actually yeah, I'm I, building my own hot tub, and uh, it, I I'm going to drain it every day. Scrub the sides. No, just drain it. You know, just. No, you want to scrub the sides too from the dead skin. Mm, yeah. Trust me. But it's a, yeah, it's a. It's kind of going back to the uh, uh, Donald Trump drink disinfect ozone <laughs> that you want to use. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because I I don't like the man, but I think people are really giving him a bad rap, especially over this. He didn't tell anybody to drink bleak. He had he just entertains me. He he had just been briefed on a new uh, process where they were removing people's blood and running it through a UV light and putting it's kind of like a blood transfusion only instead of a cleaner it, it's disinfectant using UV light and also using ozone which is O3 and I used to use ozone to sanitize and clean my wine barrels it's a it's a great product and literally it's 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 water with an extra molecule of oxygen it's 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 heavy oxygen O3 O2 O3 so, yeah, it's just I, – I think he got hosed on that one. The liberals really – Dems really just blew it out of proportion. Drink bleach. He never said to drink bleach. He said that they're drinking disinfectant. They're putting disinfectant into their body. Well, it wasn't bleach. It was ozone. It was high ozonated water, which isn't good for you, but it's an experiment that they're using. They're trying Anyhow, I'm not defending Trump. That would be just stupid. Okay. What else do we want to talk about here? We've done the Cornish Award. Top 10 CFL players who made an impact in the NFL. Do you want to go there? Is there that many? Well, there's a lot. According, probably more than that. According to these are the top ten CFL. Uh, number ten, Mervin Fernandez. Swerve the Merv. Merv the Swerve. Okay. Now this one is uh, gives me a little bit of uh, uh, number nine. Uh, is Rahim Ishmael. Rahim Ishmael. Rocket Ishmael. Didn't, didn't he start out in the? Yes. NFL and come to the CFL? No, no, he did not. He no. joined uh, with oh, Toronto right out of Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Oh, right. He signed with the CFL instead of. Yeah, the, right. okay. this is one rare instance where the CFL actually outbid the NFL for a player. That was the in the era of the Wayne Gretzky. John uh, Candy, Wayne Gretzky. John Candy, thing. Bruce. Yeah, yeah. And, and they paid him $3 million or $5 million or something, yeah. wasn't it? They paid him a yep. massive amount of like five million dollars or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number eight, Joe Cap. Yeah. Was a Calgary Stampeder in his rookie season in '59. Following that, he went over to Tarana. 
No, he, he injured his knee against Toronto, and then he ended up 61. He played for the Lions, won Ray Cup, would have won two if it wasn't for the asshole Mosca. Yeah. Uh, and then off to the NFL, <laughs> where he led the, the Vikings to a Super Bowl. What, what are you laughing at? The Angelo Mosca Joe Cap thing. Yeah. 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 The fight. I know. It's still fight. going on. The fight. Okay. Yep. It brought up memories. <laughs> He's still, if I'm not mistaken, the only quarterback to start both a uh, Super Bowl and a Grey Cup. I believe that's correct. I yep. do believe that's incorrect. Well, who incorrect. else did? Joe Theismann. I don't think he won a Grey Cup. He never won yes, a Grey Cup, did he? He. He, yes, sorry. he did. Ah, yeah, you I'm sure he did. Right about that. You're right about that. He, uh, it even says here, led his team to 10 wins and a berth in the 59 Grey Cup against Calgary. That was the one where Leon McQuay fumbled. At uh, They were basically, in, I think, inside the 10-yard line. And Theismann, that's you're right about that. Joe Theismann, is, yeah, you're right about that. Okay. Okay, he's one of two then. One of two. Okay, I just lost my article. Uh, There it is. Okay, number seven. Never heard of this guy. Joe Horn. Joe Horn. Joe Horn was a member of the Shreveport Pirates and the Memphis Mad Dogs. Mad Dogs. Right? But he went on and signed with the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans uh, Saints. He was a superstar in New Orleans. He was, yes. And he was a pro bowler for four years. Okay. Yep. Uh, number six, Cameron Wake, one of my heroes. Yep. Two, two How short does he make numbers? He establishes himself as one he of the greatest pass rush. Yeah, I know. He should have been higher. He should be like number one. Yeah. We'll he see how it number goes. one. I, I know. He was the most dominant player ever in the CFL, defensive player. Absolutely. Well, no doubt, no question about Even that. And he, he went on to, and he, you could almost say that about the NFL. Yeah. Yes. You no, could. no, he was a superstar in the NFL. Both leagues. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. How did he not get drafted? Seriously. Yeah. People are stupid. How they missed him. <laughs> he probably had Wake... an extra cheeseburger before the the uh, forty time in his combine. That's how it's he all done. He probably didn't down fit down their molds. Probably yep. didn't fit their mold. Uh, I mean, he's now retired, right? Two seasons. Yeah. Uh, he, I believe he just retired, yes. Yeah. So he's probably got a shitload of money. Do, do we expect to see him up in the CFL? No. 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 Too bad. Way too I beat up, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, number five is Marv Levy. Levy, yeah. Marv Levy. This is players Levy. and coaches, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he went to, won two Grey Cups with Montreal, but he has that distinction of losing four straight Super Bowls. As coach <laughs> yeah. of Buffalo Bills. Yeah. How is that a reality? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number four, Sia. Who? Jeff Garcia. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Garcia. Garcia. 
He was a Calgary Stampeder. Do you remember him, Will? How was, yes, I yes I remember him. You have that Alzheimer's he here happening? How how was he ahead of Cameron Wake? Fuck me. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I have no idea. Slow. I have no idea. Okay. Yes, Jeff uh, number... was a great. Jeff Garcia was a great quarterback, but we are in the middle of a, a wicked thunder and lightning storm here. Good lord. Awesome. I love those. Like go outside. I do too. Okay, number three, Joe Theismann. We just talked about him. We did. We just talked about him. Birth in the 59th Grey Cup, 59th Grey Cup, and three years in the CFL, two All-Star nominations. Theismann headed south of the border to play for the Skins. Two Super Bowl, winning one. Okay, number two, Warren Moon. Moon led the Eskimos to astonishing five straight Grey Cups. He did not. He led them to four. Tom Wilkinson won one of them. Yeah. During the span, Moon threw for 113 touchdowns and over 20,000 yards. Moon six in the last season of CFL. He was named the most outstanding player. Okay. Became a Hall of Fame NHL, NFL quarterback. Not be in the top two. Well, Cameron Wake should be. He will be going to the Hall of Fame. Yep. Bud Grant, during his 10 seasons as head coach of Winnipeg, he led the team to six Grey Cup appearances, winning the championship four times. <laughs> and then he went stateside to the Vikings to win Super Bowl four, two, times. four Super Bowl appearances. Combined Grey Cup Super Bowl appearances is why he's top of the list. But he also uh, lost four Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, these guys can win Grey Cups, but they get to the, they can't win Super Bowls because Bud Grant and Marv Levy no, are the same. Sorry, boat. sorry, his I coach, his coach at the time when Grant was still playing, though his coach or GM at the time came to him and said, "We just fired the coach. You're going to be the coach now. Are you okay with that? Huh? Yeah, you're the coach now. So he retired from playing football and became the coach." Like within a week, it's different. Yeah, yeah. I I totally and completely disagree with this list. But what's that? So be it. I completely disagree with it. I just, okay. Cameron Wake in six six plays just doesn't be fly higher. with me. Just How doesn't does fly happen? with me. Yeah, 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 the top because you're comparing so many different eras. Yeah, agreed. You know the uh, me. I'm looking at this list, and I I know Dick squat about the NFL, and I've never, you know, said that I did. Uh, I think the top three in no particular order would be Cam Wake, Garcia, or sorry, Cam Wake, Joe Theismann, and Moon. Those to me would be the top three. Yep. Yeah. Regardless of who else is there. Okay, so listen to this. Okay, five-time Pro Bowl player. Okay? okay. First team All-Pro 2012. Three-time second team All-Pro 2010, 14, and 16. A hundred sack club. Two-time CF All-Star in the CFL. Two-time Western Division All-Star in the CFL. 
two-time CFL Most Outstanding Defensive Player in the CFL. I mean, are you kidding me? And he was also the CFL's Most Outstanding Rookie in 2007. Yep. Come on. He Come should on. be right at the top of the list. Six is way too low. Anyway, okay. So, when Cam Wake went into the BC Lions locker room for the first time, he asked why there was a $20 bill stapled to the ceiling. And he was told that that $20 bill has been up there for like 15 years. And it's anybody who can jump up and grab it, they can have it. And he just leaped up, grabbed it, put it in his pocket, and walked away. (laughs) Okay. Now, I, I... this ceiling is to be 15 feet high. And he just jumped yeah, it, up and pulled it off the ceiling and left. He didn't even put any effort in. I mean, I wasn't there, but I, I, I've talked to people who were, and they were just dumbfounded that he could do that. So, it just... Okay, I'm just gonna go take that twenty dollar bill and go home. And you get out of here. Thank you. Yeah, that was before cell phones had cameras in them, so nobody had a video of it. Four minutes. Thanks, Mark. I needed that. Yep. Okay. So what are we going to do here? Two minutes and 17 seconds left in the show, and we're going to go. Saskatchewan says a canceled Grey Cup would have a significant financial impact on their economy. Well, really? I understand that it would have a significant... Having the Grey Cup would have a significant financial impact on the city. Not having it, how could it impact them economically? They spent a gazillion dollars on it already? Yeah, I mean, this is what I didn't understand with this article, because, well, you don't get the Grey Cup every year, so how is it different from any other year you don't have the Grey Cup? Because you probably done some... Because you already have, you kind of start a year in advance, guys. To plan. Great, it. okay, yeah. so they, they put out some money, but they haven't put $73 million dollars. Okay. They're saying that there's going to be $73 million into the city's economy. The province would profit another $22 million. So not having, not having the name is going to cost them $100 million. I understand that. But big deal. You, you, you didn't have it last year. You're not going to get that $100 million now. Anyhow, the show's over, and i got to get going. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number Four hundred and thirty-four. I've been here, Christopher Jones, and we got to talk football. There's only forty seconds set, so you guys stay good night. Charles, go ahead. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you about something next week. We did have a caller on hold there, but hey, he left. Uh, Mark, that. go ahead and say hi. I didn't know there was either. I don't look at the board. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. Uh, we made it through another show, guys. Yeah, we did. Yeah, up to you, buddy. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. Take Hasta care. Vista. <laughs>